Greetings and welcome to another episode of The Hammer, an Empire podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kevin Weber. As you might notice from the audio quality, I'm trying something a little bit different. I'm going to be here at the Doan Two-Man Umpire Camp here in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area here Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm going to try a little um, on-site episode podcast kind of thing going on, I guess. Uh, for these three days. Um, so this is going to be day one, as you might have noticed from the title. And this is going to go with my observations, what's going on. Um, and, you know, you might hear some background noise, because I'll probably be recording when things are happening. There's going to be ball games happening. Empires are doing different things. Uh, we have a few uh, classroom-type segments that uh, I'll try to pop into, and you might hear some um, some of the information that's being passed along there. Um, for example, this evening we've got a, a little uh, segment for handling situations with uh, Brent Rice and Nick Sweeney. Brent Rice is the uh, the head of the MHSAA officials here in the state of Michigan. All officials, all sports, but he's a former uh, professional umpire and, you know, reached AAA. And uh, Nick Sweeney is also a former professional umpire that lives here in the Grand Rapids area as well. So those guys will give you their take on uh, different things as far as uh, handling situations in, in different games, just common things here. So hopefully you like this. A uh, little bit different format. I haven't put out something in a while, and I thought this might work. And uh, Because it's always a bit of a, a struggle at times to sit down on my computer get everything all hooked up. I mean, I've got some segment ideas for some other things, but I thought this would be good as um, an in-between between my next regular episode. So sit back and listen to another episode of The Hammer and Umpire Podcast. All right, standing on the field here at the two-man camp. Uh, we're doing a little scrimmage here today. We've got Davenport University. That's where this is located. And, uh, you know, they're a Division II school, very successful here in the Grand Rapids area. Play out at the Gliak. Nice turf field here. Um, got a beautiful, about 80-degree late summer day. So we've got guys that volunteered. I had, uh, we've got about 25 campers here this year. And... I had five guys that volunteered to work this five-inning scrimmage here on this on the Friday evening, uh, so they're uh, working the plate, and then I we're rotating in other guys on the bases. This is a two-man camp. Some guy, well, one guy in the top of the inning, another guy in the bottom, and they've got you know different situations and different things and how many pitches they want pitchers to get here for Davenport. So they um, you know rotating guys in you know, wherever they want to. But some things I've seen here already um, being too deep. And B and C, you know, like for example, we had like a potential play at third base on a on a wild pitch, you know, that just got a little bit away from the catcher, and we get straight line coming down there because we're not taking that 45, you know, stepping up and taking that 45 and meeting it there. Um, guys, not with crisp mechanics, you know, we had a home run ball, and you know, you got to at least get to the edge of the dirt there and then make a nice crisp home run signal. Um, so those kind of things. Um, guys making calls too quickly right we had also a play that uh, uh play a third base first and third you know home plate numbers becoming uh third base for the the runner on first and we had the base guy moving over there making a safe 
and then the plate guy getting up a little bit late, but he got there and he correctly called the guy out. But when that happens, you know, we got to make sure that we get, um, you know, the plate guy's got to make sure he tells that guy he's there. You know, I'm here, I'm here, I've got that, you know, that kind of stuff, and, and get that guy off of that because you can see him out of the corner of your eye coming up there. We had a little debate here. I mean, technically, by the book, you're supposed to come up third baseline if you're the plate guy there and go into fair territory and take the play there. And that way, if there's an overthrow, you can get back inside and, and get the play there, you know, from the foul territory. But um, I seem to like to take that play from, you know, more toward the coach's box, and so do some of the other guys here, some of the former pros and stuff. Because, one, you don't usually always get an overthrow. Two, if you do, you can still get back and take that play and, and get inside if you need to. And three, number three, but number one really is that that's the best spot to be if you're going to take a play at third base. So that's what we got so far here um, for the first little segment here for the Friday afternoon scrimmage. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So overall, the scrimmage went well today. Uh, we had a few situations that uh, popped up, which is always what you want at a umpire camp. You don't really want everything to go straight and narrow like you do in a regular game that you're working. A um, couple things that I that I noticed anyway. Um, so we have like a runners on base, a ground ball, overthrow to first base. Uh, runners are on, I believe, first and second. The runner on second goes to third. You know, he might be like, come home, but the plate umpire is kind of hanging out at the plate and doesn't really get over there for his overthrow. You know, I, I guess it's these multitasking kind of things or when you have multiple situations that you might be responsible for, like is frequently the case in um, two-man. Similar type of thing where you have two potential responsibilities. Uh, runners on first and second double steal. And, uh, you know, particularly the higher the level you go, like particularly when you get the college level ball and, and even, you know, particularly higher level college ball, they will throw behind. You know, they'll try to get that guy coming from first to second rather than the guy at third base. And that's what happened in this situation. So the umpire committed the third. He's looking down at third and the throw was right behind him. And uh, the guy was safe. But, uh, you know, it was not a good look. Um, but, you know, those are things you look for. you got to follow the ball. And you, you could have a play at second or you could have a play at third. And you got to be able to follow the ball. Same thing following the ball with that overthrow. You know, I mean, yeah, you've got that guy touching third and coming home and touching the plate, but you've got a rule. And the most important ruling you have there is if the ball is still in the playing field, right? So, you know, learning opportunities there. Guys with happy feet around the plate, you know. I, I guess we, we've talked about on my podcast before, um, if you're working the bases and, and you're unsure where you're supposed to go, um, you can get to that working area behind the mound, right? And then just kind of go with where the ball is. Um, that's a good rule of thumb. A good rule of thumb behind the plate when you don't know where to go is to get to the point of the plate and then let the ball and the situation dictate where you go from there. You don't want to just pick left or right because you might be picking wrong. But if you're pointing the plate, you can make that adjustment much easier. And here he needed to at least get, um, you know, 
third base line extended to see if the ball stayed in play. You can keep an eye on the situation uh, with the runner on third base in case he comes home and he's got to play or he's got to make sure he touches the plate or whatever it might be. So those are a couple of things there. Um, other things that kind of popped up, um, you know, guys making calls too quickly, not letting the play come to them. Um, there's basic, you know, uh, things that we were looking at at the plate, like, uh, you know, where your hands are when you're in your stance on the plate. We had one umpire where his hands behind his back. I know technically that is the safest place for your hands to be, but it does not look good, and it certainly doesn't look professional. You you want to protect your hands as much as possible, um, and, you know, have them behind your knees or something like that. You can't grasp them behind your back. It's just not a good look. And I know, like, this umpire in particular, you know, he got hit on the arm and injured before, so I understand that. But that's kind of part of what happens when you're behind the plate, right? I mean, you're going to get hit sometimes, you know. We, in all, we never know when it's going to happen, so you don't really worry about it. Um, sometimes you go many games and you don't get hit, and sometimes you get hit many times in one game. That's just part of the deal. If we can't handle that, we stop umpiring, right? Obviously, if it's concussion-type stuff, that's more serious, but... You know, yeah, you get some welts on your arms or your thighs and things like that from time to time. We usually survive those just fine um, after some initial soreness and maybe a few swear words for catchers that don't block things and stuff like that, or just our bad luck, right? So that's uh, those are the observations I saw in the second part of the scrimmage. Um, there's a few other little things, but uh, that's the main stuff here. Hopefully that is uh, at least mildly interesting to you. And uh, this evening we have a little session uh, that we uh, will have talking about situations and handling common situations in a baseball game. And if I can, I'm going to try to uh, record that and see how it works out. Well, the segment on handling situations was very good. Brent Rice, if you don't know Brent, he um, uh, runs all the officials here in the state of Michigan for the MHSAA. But he used to be, for a long time, for well over 10 years, uh, the lead instructor at the Wendelstedt uh, Umpire School. So he knows his stuff. But he also knows a lot of things about, you know, other sports as well. So he went through... And talked about, you know, the obvious times where, you, you know, you have immediate ejections and things like that. Like when somebody uses you statements in, in a derogatory manner or they're threatening or things like that. But also we talked about how to handle situations with, uh, you know, it, because a lot of times the situation is you, you don't have to eject. So we talked about those too. I didn't record it because uh, the sound quality wasn't quite as good. Um, outside there, so I just thought I would just reiterate the things. So hopefully that works for you guys. But Brent is a very um, entertaining speaker. He gets through, you know, his message in a, a humorous kind of way, but he knows this stuff really well. And he, you know, one of the some of the key points that he mentioned was, you know, let coaches talk first. You know, especially if they're hot under the collar or something. Uh, you let them cool down by letting them vent a bit. As long as they're not doing some of those, you know, immediate ejection kind of things. You know, they can talk about how badly they think that the call was missed and, and they can't believe this and that and all those kind of things. 
And at certain levels, even the college level, you know, they can even throw in a couple swear words as long as they're not directed at you. High school can't get away with that stuff quite as much. But uh, then you answer questions, you know, you don't respond to statements, uh, you explain your situation, uh, what you had if they give you that opportunity to do that and, you know, they want to ask that. And um, then you try to de-escalate the situation and end it and get the game moving again. And that's if, you know, that's a situation if you come to that and then they don't allow you to do that, then then you might end up with an ejection if they're not going to leave the field or something like that when you say, we are done now. I think we're going around in circles or something like that. So we talked about that. We talked about uh, several um, you know, specific situations that uh, umpires had uh, encountered. There were some questions, and it was a very good give and take. Uh, you know, We've got 20, 25 umpires here at the camp, and uh, we had some good stuff happen today and got out of there. And uh, tomorrow we'll be right back at it early in the morning, um, and same thing on Sunday, and it looks like good weather. So that is good, and I, I will do a similar type of podcast like this uh, tomorrow. And uh, hopefully people will enjoy it and, and like something that's a little bit different. Well, uh, that pretty much concludes this brief mini episode. I read around 15 minutes or so. Uh, hopefully you enjoy that. It's pretty easy to listen to. And like I said, if you um, want to know how things are going in the camp and some of my observations, uh, then you know check back tomorrow and in the evening, um, after things start to wrap down, I will uh, put out another podcast based on my observations for Saturday, and I plan to do the same thing on Sunday. So I'm thinking, you know, 15 to 20 minute uh, type of segments, which I guess in turn kind of equals a, a full podcast that I usually do. I usually am right around an hour or so, give or take a little bit of time. So uh, once again, thank you for listening and keep calling strikes.